Hello, welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today we are very uh, lucky we have a guest again. Now, because I'm an English teacher, we've talked a lot about teaching English, and many of my friends that I've uh, referred to during podcasts are English teachers. But our guest today, Ellie Hu, is actually a teacher of Chinese, so something completely different. So Ellie, we are very excited, and uh, welcome to the program. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for having me here. Great. Let's take a look a little bit about your life and how it came that you now a Chinese teacher. When you were in university, what was your major? I have been a like big Chinese language nerd since I was a child. So in elementary school, I always read a dictionary in my spare time. So when I go to university, I choose Chinese literature. That's my major. Wow, now that is something special. So, and is is it because that you love Chinese so much that you wanted to teach it? Oh yes, but I didn't know that until I joined a language exchange program, and I met a, a language exchange partner, and she showed me like how she learns Chinese, and I realized oh there is a job called teaching Chinese as a foreign language, and I feel like I found my passion of life. Wonderful, and who are your students? Are they children or adults? Most of them are as pets. And their partner and their kids, or some overseas Taiwanese. I see. You mean so it's like people who came to Taiwan for work, foreign people who came here to work, and now they want to learn some Chinese. Yes. I see. And are they from everywhere, or mostly Americans? Um, from the states, from Europe, or from uh Japan and Korea. Oh, from all over. And is there any difference when you teach adult or a child? Yeah. There is a big difference that uh, children are very straightforward. So they, if they feel bored, they would just say it during that class. So I would hear like, "Oh, Miss, I'm bored. It's boring." <laughs> it was a big shock for me. <laughs> yes, I remember long ago when I taught children. It is like that. They just say what they think, right? They say from the Mouth of a child, you always hear the truth, right? Yes. So that is true. So can anybody just say I'm a Chinese teacher now, or did you have to get some kind of certification? Uh, if you would like to teach in an institution like a language centers or cram school like TOI, yes, you need a certificate from the government. Do you have that? No, because I started teaching from two thousand seven. The certificate didn't exist. At that time, so I was lucky. I think you escaped. You escaped. <laughs> so do you do you now teach in an institution or do you teach like one-on-one -on -one classes at home? A one-on-one -on -one class. So most of your classes are just you and one student. Yes. I see. Okay. So let's uh, look a little bit uh, deeper into your job. So you said you started teaching in two thousand and seven. Yes. How did you start out? Did you just did somebody come to you and say, "Hey, man, can you teach me some Chinese?" When I realized teaching Chinese is my dream job in university, I decided I wanted to go to the postgraduate school for it. So I studied in a postgraduate school of teaching Chinese as a foreign language. So our teachers and the classmates always share the information of teaching jobs. That's how I found my first job. 
And now, do you have enough students or are there too many students or what is your situation? <laughs> Actually, in the beginning, I was afraid I cannot find any students. But at this moment, yeah, I, I think I'm happy with how many students I have right and, now. And, and it's also nice because you are in control of your own schedule, right? You can decide when you want to take a class or a student or when not. Yes, kind of, but I still, because I have my own kids, so I try to make a balance between my family life and uh, my teaching job. Yes. Now, do you know any other Chinese teachers like you in Taiwan? How do they find jobs? Like from the, about 10 or 20 years ago, most Chinese teachers, they teach in language centers. And then more teachers went to cramp school because there are more and more private cramp schools in Taiwan. But now it's become very competitive because we have more and more teachers, but less and less teaching positions as some of the foreigners are leaving Taiwan. So some of the teachers, they just, they are switching to online teaching for more students. Yes. And your students, do, are most of them, when you see them the first time, are they absolute beginners or do some already know something oh it's interesting if the student is a foreigner most of the foreigners they are beginners um, but if they are if they come from japan or korea they already know at least a little bit i think that's because their company asked them to pass some chinese uh, exams like uh, hsk then they can get the opportunity to come to Taiwan. Yes, yes. All right. So now when you teach, do, do the students have specific requests or do you cover everything? Do you cover the grammar and some conversation and some listening and everything? Yeah, I, I covered everything. But lots of my adult students, they asked me not to teach them the writing and reading. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> so most of them would like to, to speak and to understand, but they don't want to read and write. Yes, and I think that's why they want a one-on-one -on -one class. Otherwise, they can just go to the language center. But there they will do all the skills, right? Yeah, all the yeah. skills. Yes. Do you also teach your own children Chinese, or do you just let them learn that at school? Mm, I, I read stories with him, but I try not to teach him too much, because otherwise I'm going to be a super tiger mom <laughs> yeah I, I know myself very well <laughs> so uh, since you started have you had any interesting experiences or that anything interesting happened between you and this and your students that they say something funny oh yeah there's always something interesting because they share their lives with me so i can i learn about different cultures and uh, lifestyles so like some students or told me like how many goats their family have or a student she's actually a princess in her own country wow uh, yeah that's what i never let experiences I, I never have it in taiwan and uh, some students ask me like oh miss i don't understand why do we need to put on shoes in taiwan because in her own country she can wear just flip flops everywhere oh. and Interesting. That will happen when you have students from many countries. You learn different things. Right? Yes, very different. Yeah. All right. And have you ever lived abroad? Oh, yes. I lived in the UK as an exchange teacher for 10 months. 
And then I moved to Australia for another 10 months. And then South America for three months. Wow. And did you teach Chinese there? In South America? No, but I do meet some people. They, they are Chinese learners. And I, I just ran into a group of students. They are doing a, a field trip in Mexico. When they see us, me and my husband, they just say, Ni hao! Very loud! <laughs> I was surprised! How do they know Chinese? Yeah, you know, I remember many years ago, I went on a bus to Egypt. And then there were some, it must have been Taiwanese, you know? Or they might have been from China. But probably in those days, I think they're probably Taiwanese. And one of the guys on the bus with me said, Oh, I studied Chinese. I'm going to speak to them now because our bus broke down. Ooh. So he walked over and I thought to myself, why would anybody learn Chinese? You know, that was now many, many years ago before I, I even thought of coming here. So that is what people do, you know. When they see somebody, they want to practice their language skills with that person yes. and, and show off a little bit, right? <laughs> yes. All right, so um, the COVID problem, has it affected your job? Have your students cancelled classes and such? Actually, in the beginning of the pandemic, in early 2020, I feel it's the busiest time for me because I think the parents think it's not safe to go out. So the only activity they can get their kids to do and the productive thing they can do is to have the tutor come to their house to have some Chinese lessons. So I was very busy last year. But from this April, yes, we do cancel lots of classes. Yeah, that makes sense, right? And when you teach, is there a, a part of the teaching that you like more than others? Like, do you prefer to teach, for example, just conversation or do you like teaching the grammar? Oh, I really enjoy teaching Chinese characters and writing. It's part of my passion. The characters are very beautiful. That's true, but many of your adult students don't want to learn that, right? Yeah, that's why I teach kids mostly now. <laughs> yes, I remember long ago, before I became lazy, I also had a one-on-one -on -one Chinese teacher. And the first, when I walked into the first class, I said to her, I don't want to learn writing, thank you. So not only your students, many of the teachers. Yeah, one, one of my students even asked me, Hey, Miss, have you ever wondered what if in Taiwan and in China, we don't have to learn Chinese characters. Maybe we could learn more science and more mathematics. Maybe the country will become stronger. <laughs> Interesting thought. Is, is there anything else you want to achieve? Are you, are you quite satisfied now with your teaching uh, career or is there something more you would like to do maybe? I always want to try to take my students out of the classroom to go to the real world and practice what they learned. And do you do that or is that something you want to do? Oh, that's something I want to do. Yeah, yeah that will make sense. Now, many people say that Chinese is the most difficult language to learn. Mm. Do you agree with that? I think it also depends on the similarity between two languages. So if the Two languages are very similar, it's not difficult, but the different parts are very difficult to learn, indeed. For example, the characters for yeah, English yeah. speakers. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. So, for example, maybe for somebody from Japan, mm. it might be a little easier than for somebody from Spain, for example. Sure, sure, because they, they also use the characters. Yes. 
Now, I remember when I used to teach children, I sometimes got really, really angry. Uh, has it ever happened that your students make you feel a little upset and you, you thought, I'm going to quit this job? Yeah, like every day. <laughs> so actually, I I gave up once, and I found a job in a studying abroad agency, like uh, maybe ten ten years ago. The the job was great. Uh, it was not busy, so I have plenty of time to spend. So I started to read all the school brochures. I read them, and I cannot help but wondering, oh, what if I have my own language school, my own language program? And at this moment, I realized, okay, maybe I just love teaching, so I came back. I see. And and earlier we talked about the times when you lived abroad. Have you ever taught abroad? Yeah, I taught in a secondary school in the UK.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I think okay, maybe I'm not very good at teaching kids, so come back to Taiwan and.、Uh... So, but originally, you 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 thought about going abroad and teaching Chinese abroad, right? Yes, that was my dream job. But now you are happy to be here, teaching in Taiwan. Is that are you satisfied with that now?、Yeah. Or are you still dreaming about? Going yes,、abroad? I I actually I never had a plan. But it just happens, and、uh, I realize I enjoy it more and more. So I'm happy with it now. All right. I I just want to go back quickly to the time when you taught at the British secondary school. How long did that last? Ten months. For almost a like a whole academic year. Yes. And and the students were beginners. Beginners, and actually they know nothing about Taiwan, because in the beginning I told them, oh hi. And Miss Hu, I'm from Taiwan. They are very excited and say "Sawadika, konnichiwa" <laughs> to me. So they just know somewhere in Asia, right?、But、yes, I see. The students were they well behaved or were they naughty? Sometimes it's a little bit challenging, but I have a colleague. He knows very well how to handle those students. Like if the students they misbehave, they make noises, they leap out the tables. My colleague just flip out another chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. So you had somebody in the classroom to help you with discipline. Yes, I learned a lot from him. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And do do you do you still accept new students? Earlier you said you are quite satisfied with your schedule now. Yeah, at this moment, I couldn't accept more students, but I do have some wonderful teacher friends. So, if anyone is interested in learning Chinese,、uh, feel free to email me. There you go. I was just going to say, if any of our listeners want to、uh, to study Chinese, they could contact you, but they can still do that, and you will refer them to a another good teacher, right? Sure. All right, great stuff. And、um, if you did not become a Chinese teacher, what do you think you would have done? Another career? I always wonder what if I become a stay-at-home mom. So I would like to try that, or a salesperson in a shop because I did some part-time job to sell things, and、uh, I feel I really like it. I enjoy to have conversations with different kinds of people. Yes. Do you have any like immediate plans? Like, say, for example, if COVID stabilizes and we can travel again, would you like to do something like that, or do you have any other projects in mind, just in your personal life?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have lots of plans, but because of this podcast, 
I decide to learn English. <laughs> That's my top one plan right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's very good. All right, that is a that is a good plan to have. Okay, that was very nice talking to you, Ellie. Thank you very much for being on the program. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will also enjoy the information you gave them. Thank you, Landy. And good luck with your with your teaching. So that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it too. Until we talk again next week. Goodbye.